All right, and welcome again to another episode of Empire. I am Pete Barenberg. As always, I'm here with CEO and founder of Pure Well. That is Nick DeFrancesco. Nick, what's going, what's going on? on, Pete? How are you doing today? Um, I just want to let you know that I'm excited because we've had, you know, crazy things go on in the office. We've got some amazing new guests that we're doing on Empire. We've got a, you know, a new product that we're launching. So it's been, you know, it's been pretty amazing right now, to be honest with you. And right, right. So definitely. Exactly. And um, today we have some little bit of cannabis enhanced yoga. So I'm definitely excited to talk to our next guest, Um, obviously. So let's say namaste to our next guest. And that is the author of Ganja Yoga. That is Dee DeSalt. Dee, how are you today? fabulous. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing great. Thank you. Yay. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk uh, all things weed yoga. There's a lot to talk about. The history, the medicinal and sacred properties, the kinds of practices that are best suited and I even brought a little doobie, so oh, I don't know where you just want to start, but I'm ready to dive in. All right. So I like it. I like it. Um, well, let's do it. So you, you practice four tenets of uh, ganja yoga, enhance relaxation, deepen embodiment, elevate creativity, and expand consciousness. So tell us a little bit about the cannabis yoga and how it comes together and how those four things all work in synergy or single or by themselves. Yeah, you know, it's like the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. So cannabis can help with body relaxation. It can make people even want to do yoga. You know, if you're tight, you're stiff, you're sore, the idea of getting on the floor and stretching is not that appealing. It can elevate creativity and a sense of play, a sense of curiosity. And, you know, that may not be outright spiritual, but it kind of puts you in that psychological mood to kind of, you know, feel yourself, connect to yourself, you know, do some new flows or stretches or, you know, kind of be weird, you know. Um, And then the last piece, it really does, you know, at the right dose and strain, enhance, you know, focus, meditation, mindfulness. So it can kind of bring in some of those more spiritual aspects, even stuff like, you know, esoteric anatomy, chakras, stuff that you might read in a yoga book. Once you take a nice toke or two at the right dose, you're like, okay, yeah, no, I do feel like something in my throat chakra or my heart chakra. So it has all these different elements for sure. I love it. I was going to say, so how did that really, you know, how did you get started? How did you marry the two together? Mm-hmm. Or, of course, what you're talking about is absolutely the truth, but how did that become a reality for you? So me, I got into weed late. I started when I was 27. You know, when I was in high school, I took way too much. Wow, okay. I had bad trips. I, and then I kept getting flashbacks of those bad trips. So I just thought, you know, I'm too sensitive. It's it's not for me. Now looking, I'm like, okay, I was taking way too yeah, much. Wow. Danger, you know? yeah, yeah. A beginner shouldn't, you know, be taking as much weed as I was tra- taking when you're just getting started. So now I know it was a dose thing and a set and setting thing. You know, you want to be in a comfortable, relaxed space, not like a frat party vibe when you're trying some, a new drug, you know, all of this. Um, so so yeah, I got into it late. I'd been doing yoga my whole life since I was a teenager. So I've been doing it sober. And I, I, when I got high in my late 20s and didn't get paranoid, I was instead got like, wow, my yoga is just so much more open, so much more fun and free. And yeah, mystical. I kind of got more into the kind of chakras and that kind of more new age side of things. And yeah, so I thought I want to teach this and I Googled it and no one else was doing it. You know, there was a couple of these, like this was 13 years ago, 2009, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. 
the science about weed was just getting started about how it helped with glaucoma, but we didn't fully know like how amazingly good for you it is. And so there was a few, you know, dispensaries, you know, a patient's groups that had yoga for their patients, but you had to consume like in your car in the parking lot. So I was sort of right, like, right. like <laughs> let's get together and get high together. Or in, the, or in the back alley, right? Yeah, yeah. No harm. I mean, they, you know, for legal reasons, you know, everyone had to do what they could do. And, you know, I always do at this point, always want to name the privilege of if I was a different race, would I have been able to do this in 2009? You know, so I also want to just name like all these privileges. I grew up with my mom smoking weed. So, you know, I didn't have to worry about judgment on my family. I don't have children. So I didn't have to worry about, you know, getting my kids taken away. And yeah, I'm white. So I didn't really worry. It was in Canada. So also the law was different. And even that's a privilege. I didn't have to worry about going to jail for it. In America, you know, we have, we had, especially 13 years ago, it's a different standard. So all these different privileges. When did that start in Canada? When was the legalization in Canada? Legalization started, it was, you know, it was a few years ago, but I can't say I remember the year, but it, yeah, certainly by okay. 2009, it wasn't legal. But, you right. know, at worst, you'd get like a ticket for possession. You definitely. Yeah, but still, it. it's a lot, lead, lot more lenient than it was here. I mean, they were, they were locking people up for a joint for, you know, a little tiny. Over a lot larger yeah, area. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I was asking because, you know, I think it was maybe three years ago, four years just in Florida, where we decriminalized it in Palm Beach County and Dade County and things like that, where they could just write a ticket. So before that, it wasn't anything like that. It was you were going. I mean, so that's why I just asked. You know, it's so funny. Um, but I think it was in uh, October 17, 2018, cannabis was legalized in Canada for recreational and medicinal purposes. Yeah. So thank you, George, our awesome producer, yeah. giving me some facts here. Um, but it's, you know, I, it's always, I just thought I'd ask. Um, but it's, it's kind of funny because you said you tried it. Now, you tried it like you were when you were young, you just didn't know, and then you stopped smoking altogether, and then you started back up in 27. That's right. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So a couple of bad trips when I was a teenager. And then I, all through college, my friends would smoke with my mom because my mom smoked weed my whole life. So when I was 27, 28 and I smoked in front of her, she was just like, she, I passed her the joy and she's just like, I can't even believe you're smoking. I just thought, she thought it was like a goody goody. It's not for me. <laughs> right. Um, it's like, and so now it's like my profession, you know, I, like I, I teach though. other people to be cannabis yoga teachers. I have a book, a best-selling book, HarperCollins book on the topic. Like, it's just so weird to have this rocky relationship early on. And so that's a big part of like the ganja yoga experience is like, you know, to create the set and setting where people can relax and really like, you know, a lot of us, you know, obviously who've listened to the show that, you know, it's, we're not new to weed, but for people who are, if they're sensitive, if they're nervous, you know, because of propaganda and prohibition that can put like a nervous energy on it, like kind of a bad trip of like, do people know I'm high? You know, am I going to go schizophrenic? Are the police going to come? All this stuff can come with us. It's like baggage, you know? So creating that kind of environment, it's like you can smoke a lot or a little and it's, we have like some community chit chat. So you sort of start to feel like, wow, there's all different types of people here and I'm part of something. And it's, it's like super low key. It's not, you know what I mean? So, you know, of course, yeah, it just creates the right environment for smoking weed, you know, especially for a beginner. You know? so they don't, well, you're, you know. you know, it's funny. The way you're talking about it is more of it putting you in a state of mind, right? And and when we have a lot of people on, it's more how they change their life because they were injured or something had happened to them and it makes them, which you actually mentioned, more pliable, more relaxed to maybe maybe try new things, I would say, a little bit more open-minded to maybe try a different stretch or put your body into a little bit longer. And because of that anti-inflammatory effect or that muscle elasticity, it makes you a little bit more 
you know, a little bit more flexible. So it's, it is awesome. And I always thought that if I'm doing yoga, I might as well smoke because I'd be relaxed and it would put me in the right state of mind. So putting them together. Now, what is your thoughts of goat yoga? Okay. I just thought I'd ask, you know, you're throwing a little bit of goat yoga in with the, with the marijuana. They both eat grass. They both. <laughs> so ganja, right? Ganja goat yoga. So, um, cool. <laughs> but, um, no, it was just so funny. I mean, is that something that you, you think is, is good for people too when they, when they bring in an animal like a goat or something? To- you know, it's a complex conversation. My, my initial response is like, if it makes people even want to do yoga, same with ganja or beer, yoga, wine. If someone was not going to do yoga and now they're willing to, hey, that that's a positive because it's going to bring them more peace, more flexibility, more, you know, they might be less grumpy, less road rage. It makes the world a better place. So anything that makes people want to be mindful and stretch and be peaceful, I'm in. And we got to just sort of like acknowledge that, you know, it's getting pretty um changed from its original kind of, you know, Indian ancient spiritual practices. You know what I mean? Cannabis was there at the beginning with early yoga. It's like woven into Indian history. Lord Shiva is the Lord of yoga and the Lord of cannabis. So I don't want to be judgmental about like beer yoga, wine yoga, goat yoga. Like I said, if it's getting people to do yoga, it's cool. But we also have to just kind of be like, okay, at what point is it kind of like a circus or kind of like you know what I mean? Like Americanized culture. No, no, I totally agree. And that, that's the reason why I was really asking. Yeah. I, I, I agree with, I, I look at it from both sides. Yeah. I yeah. like it like, for me, I love how people get into CBD and that side because at least they're getting into cannabis and, and trying something that would open up their mind and help them in a certain way. They don't have to go right to marijuana. And honestly, most people, not most people, some people like that high of marijuana and some people are just great with CBD or, or just using it another way. So I, I like the idea. What you're saying is, is, you know, with, if it's goat yoga, I think it brings people there to actually try it. Now, if they get into it, then understanding more where the history is and things like that. But like you said, it's at least getting people to try it. But yeah, we don't want to exploit the animals. We're definitely not saying that. Let's not make a mockery out of this. It's. I was just going to say we can get the goat high and then it's fine. <laughs> I mean, we're bringing it all together. Talk about a complete entourage. <laughs> That's absolutely a, definitely a different type of entourage effect. But, um, but yeah, so um, now the other thing is, is that um, when you host these unique weed infused yoga classes, how does that work? I mean, like you said before, where you're kind of sneaking away and everyone's doing it, how do you present it now? And, and what do you recommend for somebody that wants to do this with you? Yeah. So, you know, now there's classes bringing up all over the country and even around the world. You know, my training is um, a digital training. I have people do it from like Hong Kong, all these different countries, Czech Republic. Um, so, wow, you know, that's awesome. Movement, you know, hundreds of people have trained trained in this ganja yoga and there's other brands, other offshoots. So it is a movement, which is really cool. And so, you know, if you can find like a local studio, that's like so cool because you get the community aspect. You can go to a regular yoga class high, you know, it, it, where it's legal, of course, I'm not suggesting anything do anything illegal, um, you know, that kind of thing. Unless you're in a back alley or in a car right before and no one sees you. And you're yeah, like, I mean, no. you know, you want to be respectful of the studio. Uh, no one's space. looking back at you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yes, exactly. You can do your thing. You can definitely do your thing at a regular studio. And, you know, practice even, you know, there's we have, um, there's YouTube classes for, for people who want to experience like a free, you know, just do yoga 
you know, watch a yoga class, hot, do it at home high, if you want to kind of get into it. So I think it's cool if people kind of build a relationship to weed separate of yoga and kind of, you know, make sure they know their dose and stuff. But the good thing about these ganja yoga classes is that, like I said, we have the set and setting where, okay, if you overconsume, no big deal. We just like have a volunteer. We say it happens. We bring you water. We don't make a big fuss over it, like over pamper you, but we also just make, it's like normal, no big deal. You know, it happens. So it's okay to kind of like get a little anxious or, you know, that's what, you know, CBD is for. It offsets the, the, that THC kind of thing. The nano gets right in under the tongue. And so we do like subliminal at every ganja yoga class and it's there for people if they need it as a kind of RX. So, you know, what happens if it happens, we try to avoid it obviously with a chill vibe. That's an awesome, awesome point. And, and we like to try to tell people that, that they know that there's always going to be a counter, you know, antagonist, protagonist. And a lot of people don't know that, you know, if you are feeling a little too high or you, it's like a little too much for you, which is fine. You got to learn your dose. Or and you're the wrong bottle. The wrong bottle. Um, you could always use CBD to offset that. But I guess what I was saying is, is in your own classes, which I, I assume you do them, of course, in, in person, but do you ever do any live? Well, you see you have people from all over the world. So are they tuning in and you're doing live yoga classes over the internet as well? Correct? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sometimes I, I didn't do that in a big way over the pandemic. Like a lot of my teachers and a lot of other yoga teachers have been doing these virtual live stream. For me, that's, I was like, well, it's less my thing for some reason. You know what I mean? I either okay. be in okay. person with my people or I have digital products that people are it's self-paced. So I have Ganja Yoga online. Like a, it's, we have like over a hundred classes and now sure my trained teachers are putting sure. their classes up. So there's all different lengths and styles and body sizes and that kind of thing. So you're like, Oh, I want a 25 minute shoulder class with, you know, you can just see different teachers and they've all done my training. So we all kind of have some similarities you know, okay. in our approach. Um, so we have, yeah, we have these kind of digital products or I have like in-person things. Um, and I also, you know, I'm also a sexuality coach. So I like a mindful kind of Tantra based, you know, helping couples and, and people relate to their partner, relate to themselves. So bringing in cannabis for that too. So we, uh, do like virtual, uh, live stream events around sexuality sometimes, or, you know, kind of like partner yoga stuff, things like that. Um, not okay. super X-rated. I don't need to sound like, but just kind of like intimacy. And I mean, it sounds fun. It sounds exciting. I mean, it's not like, I mean, I'm but I guess what, what Pete said too is, is though the, well, this is but more hands-on approach, but a little bit more personalized attention being in your own studio is obviously going to be much better for the, the person that's, that's trying to learn or, or to, to do it with you. So yeah. I could understand why you didn't want to do it that way. For me, we love doing one-on-one with people as well as, you know, it's, it's not, it's not the same, Right. You know, it's not the same as, as being able to be right there in it. So missing, missing the energy. energy. Exactly. And uh, no, you can listen. You could talk. We talk about anything you want on this show. You want to talk about sex and sexuality? Great. We're, we're all we're all for it. Yeah, you know, it's, it's related. You know, yoga, like it's, it gets you in your body, gets you in your senses, your sensations, your emotions start coming when you slow down, when you actually you start to hear your thoughts and, you know, you start to be with yourself. That's the whole kind of point of, you know, yoga. That's, you know, you're with yourself of course. kind of thing. And then it's like, right next door to being with yourself is like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm an animal, right? Animals are sexual being like, it's, there's nothing wrong with being sexual. You know what I mean? So it's like right. yoga and sort of sexuality are cousins or, you know what I mean? It's all related. I agree. So it's like, I agree. You start doing yoga, you start to feel more. Yeah, a lot of bending and there's a lot of bending and breathing, Pete said. Bending yeah. and breathing. You got to get exactly. I like our yin and yang approach. You need the balance, you know? <laughs> right. And it's true. I, 
But it is, you know, it is a more of a sexual type of thing. I think even from guys looking at it in one way, people seeing it, they feel it, they feel sexy, they feel flexible. I definitely think it goes hand in hand. And, and obviously, you know, look, if anyone can use anything to alleviate stress, anxiety, is ganja and sex, right? I mean, that's some of the best stress relievers that you possibly could have. So they definitely got to go hand in hand. Um, Exactly. You get it. Now, how much, how much do you, you know, like regiment wise, what I was really getting to was the question was, is how do you initiate cannabis in your classes? Is it something that you do before with everybody? Is it something you tell them to bring? That, that's what I was trying to get. To. I see. Yeah. So yeah, we consume for about a half an hour before class. And, you know, um, here in California, it's legal for adults to share. I mean, state legal. So everyone's right. invited to bring their own. It's not, you know, explicitly provided, but adults share and there's like always plenty to go around. Um, right. well, Nice. There we go. Yeah, right. Living the loopholes, right? Dee's doing it right. That's that's all that we know. Dee's Dee's absolutely. I I, look. I love this, and that's why we had you on. We 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 love that this connection with cannabis, with yoga. But again, any way we can get people to understand that it's used for more things than just having a great time for mental health, for your your body, and any way you want to do it, that's great. But this is a great way to put it all together. And um, so what do you normally, like, what's your regimen for day? Like, what do you like to do? Do you smoke? You're an edible person. What do you like? I, uh, for me, okay, I like, you're, you're, yes. we went right to the dabs. This yeah. one's hardcore. Well, <laughs> I don't even think of it as hardcore. I, yeah, I usually don't smoke until 420. I'm doing it because we're like, you know, it's like a session. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Currently, just taking a little clip for my Instagram I'm live. Joining all, right. all right. Well, sounds good. Always posting. Always hustling. We right? love that. We love that. We love that. Life, Definitely know. shout out. We're going to get you some products too, so you can try some of our stuff. I think you'll love it. Amazing. So, Amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. So I like to dab. It helps me when I manage my ADHD. I take baby dabs of like rosin, you know, organically grown and then solventless extraction. So just pure cannabis deliciousness. We love that. All of the whole plant, the terpenes. Um, so, I, you know, it's, it's, you know, not a baby, baby dab, but a small dab, but probably, you know, like kind of like every hour or two. Okay. So more of a micro dose type yeah, of micro thing. Micro dose dabbing throughout the day. And I also take CBD tincture to offset just that huge THC amount. So when I'm not dabbing between the dabs, I take t- CBD. So I'm like, you know, I'm kind of doing this up and down thing. That's how it really helps my focus that with coffee. I, I don't need to use my ADHD medication. Um, but you know, coffee, that's another good one. You know, you take that toke mid yeah, for course. me, it's like you earned, like the longer I can delay, the tastier it is too, right? You <laughs> once you're going to roll up and okay, I'm going to have, you know, and a few joints in the evening over the course of the evening. So. And I, I love it. I love it. We, um, we, you know, I don't know if, do you, how much you know about Purewell or everything, but we, we're hemp side, you know, so I have, we have three different farms. We have two out in Colorado, one in California, and we're all about quality and pureness and all that stuff. So we're on, when that's CBD, we do specialized formulas. So we do a little bit different, but I'm all about that. You know, you know, we're USDA certified organic, kosher, non-GMO, all that good stuff, but not having pesticide free, all that stuff, but it's how it's grown, where you're getting it from, um, making sure that you're not... You, putting anything in this even if you had pesticides like i said or uh, you had insects you don't use pesticides you might use like a spice bomb or something like that so knowing where you're getting your product from and having something so um clean is is so important and no matter if it's a dab no matter if it's your tincture no matter if it's topical i mean these are the things that are important that you know you need to know and you got to get educated out there so 
and people need to talk about this. You, I, even here in like Bay Area, you think California Bay, you know, it's going to be the cutting edge of environmental kind of cannabis awareness. I'll be like, you know, what's your organic selection or what do you have for solvent free extraction? And they look at me like, don't, don't say those things. Like, don't, you know, like, shh, be quiet. Like we, they don't carry any of that product. You know, you're like, this is the Bay. This is Oakland Berkeley's. I, I'm shocked at how, or, you know, and they say it's tested, but it's like, I don't want any butane to have ever touched my shit. I don't care if it's gone now. It's like right. that myopathy idea. I don't want Seriously. it ever to have touched my shit, you know? And what she's talking about, it's obviously, you know, when you're, when you're talking about dabs and things like that, there's uh, several different ways you can get to that. Uh, consistency and, and to, to, to make adapt to basically, right? So, um, and one of them is butane. And it was an older, you know, it was one of the first ways that they had made dabs a long time ago. The uh, but it was, right. It was a cheaper way for sure. It was an easy way. They were able to, to pump out a lot more. And, uh, you know, I, I would just say that, you know, being out there, consumers, you know, try to get away from that, of course, if you can. And they're not always going to be honest with you when you ask where it comes from or how they do it. But, you know, if you can, and this is why, you know, that's why kind of I like my side, D. I mean, we have all these crazy COAs, you know, everything is a QR code on the box, everything. I mean, I have nine pages of pesticide, you know, everything right. that's in the product, everything. I go by the prop California prop. So it's the most stringent in, in any hemp, but cannabis is still not there yet when it comes to a lot of this stuff. It's more like the wild, wild west when you would think it's more regulated, but it, but it isn't. So, um, so that's just something to, to be aware of whenever you guys are consuming, whatever you guys are totally. doing. The more we CBD. ask for it and talk about it, the more it kind of becomes normal and not so fringe. Like, wait, like if the more consumers are kind of like, you know, starting, you know, just especially if you're, you know, doing a lot of dabs, it's like, okay, what's it, you know, you know, you just are smoking a lot of crap, whatever it is. Just, yeah, like you said, every product, everything, you know. But it's also you learning, right? Learning your dose. We talk about it on almost every show, how everyone had to learn that dose mm -hmm. where you were just taking way too much. You're a kid. You're taking a shot. You, you get to drink, you know, a 21. You're like, yeah, I want anything that has the highest uh, THC or the white alcohol that you could possibly have. Let me have moonshine. Let me have alcohol. But you realize you go, that's not really what I want to drink, you know? And then you get so messed up that you're like this, you're not enjoying Maybe the wines of the world, the beers of the world, just maybe a cocktail or two. And that's really why something about that, um, is, is, is why that's important. So getting back into the classes, right? Um, I, I did, you know, it was kind of funny. Um, I know you did Wall Street Journal sat in on one of your classes in Brooklyn at the pal a place called Bend and Blaze. Um, but the reason why I'm bringing it up, because I had seen something that um, one of the yoga instructors was quoted by the Wall Street Journal with a criticism saying that she doesn't take issues with marijuana smoking, um, but sees that as a counterintuitive to yoga's purpose. Substances blur your reality and they blur your capacity for expansion. I mean, what do you say to that? I mean, it was just kind of crazy that when it's, I had... It sounds like someone who hasn't really tried cannabis or, or who hasn't tried it at the right dose and set and setting. You know what I mean? It sounds like someone who doesn't know what they're talking... Like, you know, and maybe she has, but it's like for some reason her reality when she... Her experience when she consumed cannabis was that it blurred her... You know, it sounds like she said it blurs her reality. But I can... I know hundreds of cannabis users who would say it heightens reality. It, it uh, makes us more sensitive, more appreciative, more present, more relaxed. You know, the anti-inflammatory effects alone, but then all the terpenes, the mercine, you know, putting us into our bodies, activating different parts of our brains. Like, 
just less contracted. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, of course. It sounds like she doesn't fully know what she's talking about. You know, that's just it's my experience. Adding that spiritual. And, and, and again, we're saying the same thing, knowing your dose, right? Like knowing what's going to work for you to make you put you on that level where you need to be. What, who knows what that is? That could be it's completely different for me than Pete to anybody else. But knowing that and why it heightens people and why hundreds, you said hundreds, I, millions, right? I mean, you know, I mean, how many people are using it every day for the right reasons? Not that, look, it's always, it's fun to just smoke. You know what I mean? But what I mean is, is they're using it because it's, it's helping them in some way. Yeah. And finding that dose, uh, it's not, where I say it's so different. I mean, you're drinking alcohol. Yes, that does hinder you from driving things like this. I mean, you, you really are discombobulated. You can't even walk in a line. That's not the case in marijuana. So I, I agree with you. I don't think it's someone that really has as much experience with cannabis to say, look, this has helped me in some way. Because like you said, it could help you with focus. Um, which is completely different that some people think that just makes them tired and lazy and, and non-social. So, you know, again, that's important, but let's get back into your classes a little bit. Um, you know, I, I want to know more about it. I mean, you, we talked about there's four different types. Um, and then how do you separate them or how do you put them together? And tell me a little bit more about it. I'm, I'm very interested. Yeah. So the, the, uh, main, you know, uh, principle or types of yoga, you know, there's like vinyasa flows where you kind of move fast through yoga. Um, we avoid things like that because, you know, we want to help people relax. There's, you know, working out and, and moving in cardio and all of strength and all of that is important. It's just, if you're going to do those things, it's like you really want to do it slow and with really good alignment. So we focus more on things that are going to be on the relaxing side and less like of a cardio flow. Um, so restorative okay. yoga, lots of floor poses, you know, it doesn't mean you can't do like a warrior, like a standing thing. You know, it's just like in the teacher training, we talk about, you know, getting people to rise slowly because cannabis can lower your blood pressure. You know, it can elevate heart rate and that's why it can cause THC can cause anxiety because it makes your heart beat faster, but it, the, the pressure is actually less. So it can also make people kind of faint or dizzy. So if, you know, if you're sitting and toking, you know, if you're, going to do ganja, say ganja yoga with friends, do you want to sit around? And then, you know, instead of just sort of popping right up and walking to your mats to kind of intentionally rise slowly or do things that are more like on all fours, like a table pose, you know, cat and cow or child's pose, things that are low. And we kind of have to get out of the mindset of like yoga is a fitness thing or, you know, it definitely can be. And, you know, there's a place for that as well if people are interested, but specifically for cannabis enhanced yoga to think of more of like, well, where in my life do I do mindful, slow, restorative, like self care you know like like you know and it, it most you know it's just like it's just like if we just try on the idea that as animals we need that because other animals they're chilling when they're not hunting or being hunted they're resting but we're never resting right we're always in either physical motion or mental motion and it's like okay taking that hour a day you know or whatever we can do to just really you know rest so yeah it's kind of like it's the the, the purpose is to help people relax to help people connect to themselves. You know? And people can't see this at home, but Dee's actually moving. When she talks about this, she's like doing the motions. I'm like getting into yoga motion right now. I feel like I want to get on the floor and do some poses. It's crazy. Like when she talks, she's like, she, you're so into this. I love it. You're so passionate. You're so intense. And you know, I, I just, I love it. I, I just, I, I love it. And I, I wish that more people had this. 
Maybe the lessons through the computer. Right, right. I, I don't. That's what I was saying. I'm like, I'm like getting into it. I mean, she's got this magnetism about her. Um, but uh, okay, so from an independent online in South Africa, they recently wrote this. Uh, yoga has traditionally been linked to tranquil- tranquility and happiness. Yoga and CBD go together like two eggs, so to speak. Yoga takes a specific amount of mental focus, and most of the time, we struggle to convince our minds to turn off the thoughts and focus on nothing, right? And in this situation, CBD is useful. The restorative effects of CBD oil improve our experience and prevent daydreaming. Is there any preference to what strain that you like to use? I mean, are you a hybrid girl? Are you, I mean, now we know it's more terpenes. We talk about hybrid, you know, we're talking about indigo, sativa. Think of the past, people. Start to get educated. It's all about the terpenes. But in the way that we talk about it, what's your go-to? Yeah, I mean, I think hybrids are good, or you know, you know, or think about what you, what you, what you, you know, and, and yeah, like the, these titles are just to describe the terpene, terpene profile. Yeah. So, you know, um, you know, indica terpenes, you know, myrcene, linalool, these kind of more sleepy type terpenes, like perfect if you're uh, super hyper, or you're coming down from a major work day, you're all like in your head, you know, you you need to relax, like you know what I mean. So it's like good to have like an indica or indica leaning hybrid on hand for those times. Right. And similar with like sativa stuff, if you're feeling kind of like couch potato, you go the sativa way, you know, to ha- you think of it like with the terpenes medicinally, like, okay, yeah, let's use the lemon strains, the orange strains when I'm feeling sluggish and let's use the dank, you know, kind of like the, the indica, the cushes, you know, wait, opposite. Did I say the right thing? You guys know. No, no, I mean. no, you're, you're, you're right. Yeah. Use the cushions when I'm feeling, when I'm feeling like, uh, you know, like I need to, to, to find the balance. Right. And that's why hybrids are good or even mixing multiple strains. I kind of like the idea of, you know, taking two or three strains and grinding a little bit of each and really making like a complete profile, like, or more, you know what I mean? Like, a but do you put them a little mixed green yeah, salad? Like a little mixed green salad. There you yeah, go. But do you use something specifically for the type of yoga that you're using, that you're doing? No, anything people no. are okay. welcome to bring their own. It's also personalized what people need and want in life, you know, as personality types, but also in that moment. So people can bring all kinds of things. In my book, I talk about, you know, matching your strain to your mood, you know, and if you have the right. privilege and luxury of having multiple strains on hand, you can use your nose. You can. Yeah, this is the one I want. And you don't have to know why. Like, oh, it's a dang, it's a terp. It's a, I must want the, just go with your nose, trust your body type thing. It becomes really intuitive. Um, but of course, getting educated too. And then you, you blend like body and mind so that you, you're picking the right strain and yeah, the right dose, right? I, I used oh, to yeah. smoke way too much. Then I just really wasn't honoring. I, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Almost like cigarette advertising showed you how to smoke this like big joint to yourself kind of, or something. Right now it's like, okay, I'm trying to like, how, what's the minimum effective dose? I still have a huge, pretty big tolerance and I still, you know, consume a lot of cannabis, but trying to just be more mindful as I, you know, I think as I age, you know, and, and yeah. And of course the, the, the book is called, you know, Ganja Yoga, Practical Guide to Conscious Relaxation, Soothing Pain Relief and Enlightened Self-Discovery. You know, Pete, we, we talked a little bit um, about, we went back to the, 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 let's go back to the sex for a minute, right? So let's cool. talk about how, right? Wait, right? wait, wait a minute. You're not supposed to tell everybody what we're talking about. <laughs> so let's talk. <laughs> oh, you mean earlier in this. Never mind. Never mind. So let's talk a little bit more about that. So how do you feel or, or how do you really present that? I mean, you said you work with couples. Are you, where do you see how this fits in? Of course, sexuality is a big part of everybody's life, but where do you really see where your expertise comes in and, and how do you, you know, bring that to your, to, to your followers? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was always, you know, interested in sexuality. When I was a teenager, I worked at my uncle's convenience store and I would put like, you know, Cosmo or even like Playboy and Hustler on the inside of the magazine and then a teen magazine on the outside. So when I wasn't <laughs> serving customers, I was just like getting all this adult content. Um, and then in, when I went to university, I, I said to my, my school ultimate news mom, <laughs> say it again. Is it the ultimate brown band? Is it the ultimate exactly, brown exactly. I was like, you know, a lot of teenage girls are not necessarily doing that. But yeah. And when I went to university, I said, you guys, to the school newspaper, you guys don't have a sex column. You really should. And I should write it. So, and I studied sexuality. It was my undergraduate and my graduate school. So I was just, you know, into this topic. That's a great, I didn't even know that was available. I had, you know, international business, marketing, accounting, finance. Where, where? Well, you knew it was available. You didn't know, right? I didn't know exactly. I didn't know it's definitely available in in college. But right, I didn't know there was a degree for it. That's phenomenal. Yeah, my university had this program where you could make your own major. So, like you know, I majored in sexuality, and then I take classes from like history. They had a history of sexuality, or women's studies had a bunch of sexual. So, my major was sexuality within this bigger program called individualized studies. Wow, where'd you go to school? Day one. I'm telling yeah, you, where did you go? Where, D, where did you go to school? York University, which is there you go, there you go, Canada. It's one of the most multicultural universities in the world. It's very liberal. It's it's cool. It's very cool. So nice. Anyway, so yeah, I was I was sexuality was my major, and and then I studied yoga. I actually dropped out of grad school, and I studied a tantra yoga tradition, but it was about the the non uh, sexual side of tantra, which because tantra is just so big, it's like the sexual piece is just a very small sliver of this huge practice. So I studied this like. Wow. And, you know, and then I was like, well, I, you know, I, I want to blend my academic studies and what I've learned about human sexuality. And I want to help people and bring in all these yoga and mindfulness. Uh, and, you know, so I help people, you know, look at their partners, you know, stroke their arm, talk about things, you know, just kind of like foreplay stuff, you know, getting people really feeling, you know, connected to themselves. And I have a 12 hour online training called Go. Can we swear on this? Go fuck. It's called Go Fuck Yourself. Okay. Um, it's 12 yeah, hours. Absolutely. Six, two hour long sessions. We're smoking weed. Of course, we're obviously yeah, cursing. Okay. I mean, that's <laughs> complete me if you need. Um, so, yeah, go fuck yourself. And it's like so people smoking, can learn, you know, uh, Tantra yoga approach to, you know, kind of, it's like, masturbating with your whole body kind of thing. And it's like you listen nice. to it and it's, you know, audio recording. So yeah, I'm helping people kind of with cannabis, yoga, you know, and sex. These are, these are my passions. So the audio reporting is giving them uh, vibes and sounds or you're walking them through it? Walking it through. It's kind of educational. Right. It's like a little bit of like, you know, now we're going to move to this chakra. And so, you know, as you squeeze your, the tissues around your pelvis you know imagine this and that and then you'll see if you can do this breath practice and ooh, how does that feel and like you know that kind of stuff like a guided educational meditation thingy wow now, and, and i also start you know tantra to to me or to what we think is you know um slow but you were saying there's a lot of different types so can you expand a little bit upon that or yeah i would say slow is a big piece you know like like a slow is always a great tool and a great skill to, to cultivate. Um, can't go wrong with slow in any, almost anything we do. It would be great to just do it all slower. Um, but yeah, there's sort of, you could think of Tantra in three colors. And so a Tantra for, you know, better sex, you know, using yoga or spiritual things, practices 
you know, simply to have that better sex is not seen as bad. There's no real kind of hierarchy of good and bad. They just label it red Tantra. So it's, um, that's what it is. And so, and then pink Tantra is Tantra to kind of like heal our wounds, heal our childhood traumas, heal our other traumas and other wounds and kind of use, you know, maybe sex energy and yoga practices kind of more for like emotional intimacy to bond with ourselves, bond with our partner. And then white Tantra, the third one is about using these practices to attain like, you know, peace and enlightenment and realize of like our divine true nature and you know oneness with God and the cosmos. So people can pick which color and you don't have to be like one color your whole life, but just sort of like practices and things for your disposition, what shade of pinky, red, white you are in, 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 your, in your life right now, in your journey. So some people kind of are more into the white side. That's what the training I took was. So we didn't have any sexual practices, but you know, sometimes squeezing your pelvic muscles and things, but in a meditation and really taking these high charges of energy, like boom, boom, out your third eye, like honestly, like a five minute orgasm out my third eye type situations. Wow. You know? Yeah. So like, you know, it's, 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 it's a bliss in its own different way, but it's not sexual and what we would think of as sexual. So all of it's good though. Like no judgment kind of thing, like red Tantra, I think. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, my, my mouth is open right now. I'm, I'm learning. Cool. Did you know all this Pete? You've managed for so many years. Look what you can you could be introducing the into your into the the bonbois. <laughs> so um, no, this is apparently uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, no, I, I I just find it all interesting, and and the way that she ties it all into cannabis is just really what I I love to see because again, what we're talking about is. How do we connect people? How yoga is great, but how do we bring it a little bit more where it connects? And I always felt for me, you know, with cannabis, with, with CBD, anyway, but just any of that cannabinoids in your system always made me feel more connected, whether it was to a partner, whether I was doing something that was, you know, in, again, doing an activity, anything I just felt, but I always felt when it came to meditation or if it came to something, you know, even sexually, it just heightens your mood, your light that you're able to really feel where you might be going through the actions, but you're not feeling it. You might not be feeling your partner. You might not be feeling yourself. You might not be feeling the class that Dee's teaching, but you're feeling it with cannabis on a whole different le- level. And they, you know, they talk about, you know, they said it in ha- half baked, all these different types of smokers. And I always try to say it because it's a mainstream movie, but there's an enhancement smoker. And there's somebody that uses cannabis to enhance their life in whatever it is. You know, it could be what we just talked about. So I love you bringing this in because I definitely believe that this goes hand in hand. I am a big believer that that yoga and uh, cannabis is the perfect marriage. Uh, but cannabis and a lot of things are a perfect marriage too, right? But uh, but but uh, I just so. It was worth trying. Yeah. To <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, so. And again, does it really, um, do you have a lot of people that are not familiar? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like you're bringing this concept to people. Are a lot of people newbies that are coming to you yeah, or they're a lot more experienced people? Both. We get both for sure, but definitely lots of people who are new to either yoga 
a lot of like boyfriends whose girlfriends are like, come to yoga with me, babe. You can at least get high, even if the yoga sucks type vibe. <laughs> That's cool. And then, yeah, sometimes people who are the new hook. to weed, they're like, you know, more, you know, coming from, they, maybe they have yoga experience. Um, but it's obviously a lot of people who've done one or both, you know, it's, it's you know, quite a bit too. So it's like kind of like a good vibe for, for all of the above, if that makes sense. We'd really try to create like a, you know, like, yeah, you can bring your big bong and your dabs and be welcome with like your high tolerance and all your tools. Or you can take a little vape pen, like soccer mom vape pen vibes and CBD and like all of, I'm, I, you know, it's like all welcome. I was doing a little bit, but yeah, it's all. Yeah, yeah no, it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, yeah, trying to really, you know, because really cannabis does go, you know, every race, every age, every income level, every type of job, every type of, you know what I mean? Like you said, it goes not just with yoga, but with like nature walks and comedy and debates and board games and whatever you like, you know, music, like it's just, it, it cuts across all these different ways. And, you know, these days with things so polarized, it's so good to have this. It's like a medicine that can actually like remind us that we're, we're actually connected, you know, that these things are polarizing these, these elements and these forces, but like the fundamentally we're all like, you know, a human family and, you know, just kind of like help us, help us to remember what's important. So, yeah. Uh, listen, health is wealth, people. Health is wealth, right? And any, and any way you can get it is, is what you got to do because the, the world is a crazy place, especially right now. And it's not like it's always going to be crazy, right? I mean, it is now more than ever, we feel, but they probably felt like that a, a hundred years ago, that things were changing and things were crazy then. I mean, particularly, I think it's probably crazier now, but, but, um, but I just, you know, I, I feel like, um, it's just what you're saying. Um, when we're talking about just getting whatever you need, whatever you're dealing with to relieve that stress, everybody's got, you know, stuff at home. They got drama. They got work issues. They got life issues. And, and I thought that was really cool. What you had said earlier when you were talking about using these type of, of yogas to deal with that mental blockage or ish. I mean, think about some of the could be somebody that's not um, good with even their body. Maybe they don't feel comfortable to be in a room with somebody uh, and some other people and just being able to connect. Maybe they're more of a, um, you know, a recluse and now being able to be in with a bunch of people and to vibe together and, and to do that. So I, I love it. But again, the mental health is, is really important here, people, because, uh, you know, you need that. You, you need that outlet. You can't just be go, go, go. You can't be a mom all the time. You can't be a, a, a business owner and a crazy CEO. That's a nut job all the time. You got to be able to relax. And, uh, and so, you know, cannabis does this. So you're speaking for everybody else but me, right? That's what I'm hearing because, you know, a lot of people don't get, you know, the opportunity. Right. No, but I'll tell you. Um, no, let me ask you a question. We always talk about yoga. What do you feel about Pilates and, and these types of other, you know, physical, but there's, it's a little more strenuous, right? Yeah, they're Pilates more strenuous. Is little- so it's like, okay, if, if, I would really want there to be like really good foundation and like safety, you know, good you know, form and all that stuff. I'm not like saying don't do it, but you know, a lot of people like, you know, and you know, uh, people lift high or go jogging high. I'm not saying don't do it. It's just like, you know, I wouldn't want it to become like a careless industry thing. You know, that's why I started the Ganja Yoga teacher training because I was starting to see other cannabis enhanced yoga popping up. And I was like, we shouldn't be flying through these vinyasa flows. Boom, 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 bad downward dog, bad, you know, it's just, it's sloppy. So let me, let me start to train people. Looks like you guys are both like super distracted by something, but yeah. I, no, I, no, I don't. There's like this music, there's like voices going on. 
I'm like, be quiet because we're trying to hear. <laughs> no, keep going. Keep, yeah. Please yeah, keep going. So, yeah. So pretty much like, you know, you, you don't want to just go to like a fast moving yoga class or jogging or, you know, lifting heavy stuff high. You know, you if you do, you want to know your dose and you just want to do it with really good care. Again, slowing down, mindfulness, all of that, you know. So definitely mindfulness. That's, you know, cannabis and mindfulness are key key to life yeah extremely important important. yeah exactly extremely um but yeah so no no this is i mean it's been pretty enlightening to to hear all this and and learning some new stuff and and maybe maybe you might have convinced one of us (laughs) going to at least trying some yoga because i definitely like to see you oh my god yes well you should check out the ganja yoga it's ganja yoga dot online the first week's free you know kind of like a good dealer you know there you go Um, (laughs) awesome well yeah now tell let d tell us where we can find it yeah so yeah so if you want to do the on-demand classes you know it's you know like a hundred over a hundred classes like a lot of me but some of my teachers too ganjayoga.online and then if you want to learn about like my book it's like a harper collins bestseller harper collins knocked on my door you know a big publisher to say do you have you ever wanted to write a book you know what I mean? Cool. Like that thing, cool. you know, nice. so, such a cool thing. So I got to write yeah, this book about cannabis yoga. As big as they get. Um, so that's on ganjayoga.com. You can learn about the teacher training. So we have a self-paced digital training. And then I also do in-person ones in the Bay. And then we're starting to, yeah, we have like certified teachers around the country. Like, you know, if you, you could look up your, your, your city or your state and see if there's a teacher there. Yeah, we have a CBD line, also organic, you know, also grown on U.S. and European soil. Like just, you know, education. And then the, the sexuality piece. I'm a sex coach and we have right. people fuck yourself. Education, education is most so important for sure. For yes. sure. Educate each other. So, so we do appreciate time and we want everybody to, you know, absolutely go out there and follow D. So D, thank My you pleasure. again there for everything you do. And we do ask everybody here to uh, follow on uh, Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Cannabis Radio, and anywhere you guys like to get your podcast. Please subscribe, share, like, tell everybody about it. Start learning in every way about ganja. Yoga, cannabis, CBD. We want to thank Nick. Thank Purewell. That's purewell.com. P-U-R-W-E-L-L. And for everybody who goes there, you get 20% off with Empire Code, H-E-M-P-I-R-E. Thanks, everybody. We will see you next week. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.